Welcome to Recorded. I am Romola Talwar Badam, a journalist at The National. This is a subject that most people are squeamish about. So when a cricket team placed a sanitary pad advertisement on their jersey, people sat up and listened. Rajasthan Royals is an Indian cricket club playing in the wildly popular IPL or Indian Premier League tournament in the UAE. Their campaign Let's Talk Periods in which cricketers call on men and women not to be embarrassed about menstruation has been seen by millions of cricket fans who tune in from across the globe. It has sparked conversations on social media about the shame surrounding the menstrual cycle and the lack of access to menstrual products. We speak to athletes, doctors and researchers. Here is Suzanne Al-Hubi, the first Arab woman to have climbed Mount Everest and the Seven Summits. As the only woman in an all-men's climbing team, this Dubai resident usually kept the pain she felt during her cycle to herself. This is uh, such a brave and uh, bold move, uh, especially coming in a region where um, it is a taboo to talk about women's uh, menstruation. Uh, but in my opinion, it's about time, you know, that we do address this menstrual taboo uh, because um, culturally uh, around the world, this has brought kind of shame and embarrassment to many women, uh, hushing it, uh, not talking about it, uh, you know, uh, always um, linked with uh, negative things. So I think uh, with such an advertisement, accepting um, the, this becomes easier. Uh, we start to normalize talking about it, normalize uh, seeing the ads about it, uh, so that it becomes kind of a matter of fact. Uh, and I, I really think that this is long overdue. Usually the coaches um, uh, and even the role models in such sports, you know, are usually male. Um, so we, we shouldn't just sit down and, and wait for them to understand how peculiar or how unique or uh, our needs at a certain days of the month. Not that we're, you know, going to use it as an excuse not to train as hard, but to understand and respect and embrace it. It, comes, it should come from us as women, you know, uh, and because the more that we deal with it as a taboo, uh, and as something that we're embarrassed to mention, then how do we expect them to understand that or respect it or embrace it or whatever, you know, um, the need might be. Dr. Rasha Radi in Egypt, an assistant lecturer of pediatrics at Cairo University Children's Hospital, says young girls in the region need the right information or access to people who can clear their doubts and confusion. A growing girl coming to me in private asking questions or her mother comes to me in private asking questions because she can't speak and talk about it to her, to her daughter. And sometimes the mother even asks me to talk to the daughter. So if we're going to see the silver lining here is that a mother is, um, understands the importance of talking about it. She may not be equipped or she may believe that she's not equipped to do this role. So she goes to the doctor to talk to her daughter. Uh, another silver lining that some girls understand that they need to talk about it, that they need to understand, and they go for, to a doctor for questions. However, many girls, many other girls are not that lucky. 
they may not find an understanding pay, pay, uh, parent, they may not find um, a way, an easy way to a doctor. It might be scary to so many girls. They suddenly feel that there's this new thing about their body that they don't understand. They have no one to ask about. Uh, and it comes with responsibility that they don't know if they can handle it. Menstrual health is a global issue and not one that is limited by national boundaries. Sarah Zipp, a lecturer at the University of Stirling in Scotland, runs a project to coach the coaches and says talking about menstruation will stop young girls around the world from dropping out of sport. You know, there's really not a lot of education or support to help young people who are experiencing their first menstrual cycles and trying to navigate, you know, PE locker rooms and go to sport clubs and wearing white, you know, simple things like wearing white shorts as part of their kit can be embarrassing. Um, so we don't want to lose those kids. If they drop out at age 12, it's really hard to get them back in to the system of sport and physical activity. And so it's important to provide a lot of support and education and, and to listen and understand what are their problems? What, are, what, what do they need? What help can we provide for them? And so looking forward, one of the things I'm trying to work with is coaches groups and working on coaches education and education in physical, in, in physical education on menstrual health. So we don't have specific modules or classes or lessons in coaches education that deal with menstrual health. And if you're a coach and you're coaching girls, this is going to be something that, that your athletes are experiencing. So I think it's a really important step that they've taken at the Royals Club. Um, and really because tackling the taboo is the first step. So we know from a lot of the research around the world that there's stigma and shame and embarrassment around menstruation is really harmful to people. And it undermines our efforts to bring menstrual health education to young people. And it, it, it undermines our efforts to just provide support. And it's really important for young people who are just learning to cope with their menstrual cycles. And for the club to take this stand and to start this conversation, you know, they're really normalizing period talk. They're making it okay to openly discuss um, period woes and, and that opens the door for people to ask for help and get support. And, and I think it's especially powerful coming from a men's sport club, you know, because they represent this masculinity, but they're showing that they care and they're showing that they can support girls and women. And that doesn't take away from their own masculinity. And, you know, the message on the back of the shirt, the with her, we rise, you know, it's very kind of he for she, approach where men are supporting women and girls. And I think that's really inspiring. And particularly because, you know, it's men talking about periods. So if they can do it, everybody should feel a little bit more comfortable doing that. As you heard these women speak, maybe you remembered how you first learned about menstruation. Or maybe how you were never told about it at all. Either way, it's time to stop hushing and break the cycle of silence. Thanks to the Rajasthan Royals, Suzanne, Dr. Raddy and Sarah. 
You have been listening to Recorded. I've been your host, Ramola Talwar Padam. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast app or follow us at thenationalnews.com slash podcasts. This episode was produced by Aisha Khan and Arthur Edison.